Blog Talk Radio. Come on, put your hands together. Great is the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Abundant Solutions Hour. Our goal is to help others be more, do more, and have more. I'm your host, Gregory Turner. And I'm your co-host, Brian J. Henderson. Brian, are you ready for tonight? You know I am. You know I am. It's going to be a hot show. Uh, I I, I can hear, (laughs) I can feel some tempers flaring a little bit because we're going to go places that a lot of people really don't want to go, Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, this the, this idea for the show, w- when I first thought about it, I mean, because it's been, it's been on me all last, since last week, and, you know, I wanted to do this show because I think it was so important that people really understand the type of effect that they can have on our generation. You know, when they do something as simple as have manners. <laughs> you know, I mean, and so the topic of the show and, and then all the events that happened in the past week just fueled a fire. And, you know, it, it, it made it so necessary to have a show like this. Mm-hmm. And when you said, Greg, when you, when you said, what kind of show you want to do next week? I was like, I got it. <laughs> you know, because it's been boiling. It, it's had me to where... I really was, you know, embarrassed, and then I was angry, and then I was mad, (laughs) you know, and so all these different emotions came about because of something as simple as, you know, someone not having proper decorum, you know, someone not understanding that it's not appropriate to make a comment like that. Right. Not nice to upstage someone. Yeah. Learn how to say please and thank you. You know, even something as simple as if you see an adult and you're not one, use proper language. You know, I was standing outside my house yesterday and a little girl that was visiting uh, some of the kids next door, teenager, cursing up a storm. Then one of my friends came by. He was like, oh, my gosh. He said, I can't believe that. I was like, I said, well, you know, I can only control what goes on in my yard, you know. And it was sad because this little girl, she couldn't have been any older than maybe 14, 15, and she's cursing like a sailor. And it was just like we weren't even standing there. You know, and then the craziest part was uh, the little boy who she went to visit, his parents were right in the house. They didn't say a word. You know, so we had to have a show like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so true. And, you know, we were we were all raised to have manners. I, I, I want to say all of us, but some of us, I guess, you know, from what you're saying, I hope that this little girl or little boy, I just hope that someone in their family would, can stop them now because when they start getting older, it's going to be hard to break that. And the sad mm-hmm. thing, Brian, is they see this stuff on television. They see what happened with the president while he was given addressing the world, not just the U.S. He was addressing the world, and we had someone to come out with bad manners and say some things, I mean, disrespectful, right in front of the world, and the kids were listening. I think now more than ever we have a younger uh, group of kids watching the president like never before. And for them to hear that, it's just absolutely amazing. And then we had just the other night where a young lady had worked hard and, and won an award, whether we agree with her winning or not. And I really don't think that, um, 
Kanye um, was trying to, some people say he upstaged her, but I don't think, I, I think he was making a point, but I also think that he was wrong. He was wrong the way that he did it. He was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. We have free of speech and all of this kind of stuff, but you have to know when to use that and when not to use it. And I, I, I'm glad how Beyonce came back and, and brought her on stage and, and did what she did. But, you know, that was a beautiful thing. Uh, regardless of, of how we saw it, we saw something good come out of it. And he apologized uh, over and over and over again on all these radio shows and talk shows. He was apologizing. I saw him just on television last night. He apologized, and and now we can move on. But let that be a lesson to those out there, to the kids, and to the adults as well. You know, have manners. Mm-hmm. Have manners. Treat people the way that you want to be treated. And don't say things to someone that you wouldn't want them to repeat in front of the world. And Brian, the the one about the president. Oh my goodness, that is that's just crazy. That's just crazy. And we're going to get into the topic about racism as well. Yes. Do are, are are the blacks being treated different than the whites when we're out of line and when they're out of line? Some seem to think that when blacks do things that it's it's blown up a thousand times more than, than than the incident itself. And when whites do it, it's not covered. The, the media won't cover certain things. And, and I'll let you explain, Brian, what we're talking about with the Serena and the, uh, what is it, the Federal guy, the, the tennis guy. Well, you know what, even before we go there, let's look at at a sport where, where most of the time you see people get heated and agitated and upset and mean. Let's look at the sport of baseball or the sport of basketball or the sport of, of, of football. Let's use football. One of the greatest quarterbacks ever to touch the field, Dan Marino, was also one of the meanest. One of the meanest. I mean, he was just flat out. If you had to play with him, you did not like him. He was rude. Very. You've even seen him lose his temper um, on HBO so, but, when he but, was doing the HBO show. Yeah, so what did they call it, though, when he lost his temper? Was it, did they see it as, oh, he's a fighter, oh, he's just a motivator, and he's getting his team ready for battle? Was it that right. type of thing? But now you see a guy like T.O. get upset and be emotional on the field. And now he's a, oh, he's, he's a cancer. He's a cancer in the locker room. And the whole time he's saying, I want to get my team fired up because I don't want to lose. You see? Let's go to, let's go to, uh, let's go to uh, the issue with Serena and Federer. Okay, so was Serena wrong? Absolutely. Absolutely, unequivocally, yes. She was out of line for the things she said to that lady. Now, with that being said, was she the only one that was getting upset and going off? No. Had this had this happened in the past where people were rude to line judges? Um, let's say a la McEnroe. You know, and immediately you heard the people say, Look at Serena, how big and muscle bound she is picking on this four foot ten lady, this little old lady, you know, like that really made a difference. She was upset because of a call. She vented her frustration. Was it right? Absolutely not. Did she really mean to inflict any harm on the lady? No, but she was just ticked off, you know. But then you hear some people say, oh, she's a danger to tennis world she's the worst thing ever happened to tennis let me tell you serena's made more money for the tennis world between her and her sister than than anybody else can shake a stick at right now she is the ticket if serena's on the ticket people are going to come and watch her but the way that they put this thing together it was like oh my god she's a beast when we've seen capriati get upset and break rackets and throw stuff and have temper tantrums on the set 
on the on the field. I mean, a lot of people have done that. Everybody knows about John McEnroe. He was mad, and he'd go off on people every batch. But those type of people were given a pass. But, Brian, what about the thing that the little lady said that Serena said? She said that, I, I, I believe it was that Serena said something about she would kill her. Well, you know, that little lady could have said whatever she wanted to. It wouldn't have mattered because what because somebody because they know she said something. Well, I mean, they, they, you can hear everything. They can you can hear the, the tennis world. They can hear everything. The, lead, the, the, the the administrators they can go back and listen to the tape. Mm-hmm. Now, did she say that? If she said it, yes, she needs to be punished for saying it. But if she didn't say that, how can the woman think she heard her say that? If you listen to the tape, now for this woman to say that, and Serena didn't say that, she didn't say anything close to that, I feel that that woman needs to be punished because that is an accusation. That is that is really, really serious. That's slander. <laughs> That's serious. If I were to go into a workplace and, and make that statement, oh, you're going to jail. That's a threat. You are going to jail. But what made her think that Serena said those words, regardless if she was afraid or not? Why would you she know, say that? You know, that that's really that's that's really the you know a hundred million dollar question. Was she saying that so she could get Serena in trouble because she was upset that Serena was talking to her like that? Could be. You know, but the real question is. What happened to your manners, Serena? What oh, happened yeah. to your manners? Yeah, I, I I don't think we need to give her a, a, a pass to to say you know, regardless of how good she is and this and that. Yes, she she said that she was wrong. She she admitted that she was wrong. But Brian, the way that it was it was all over the news. It was all over the place. And then uh, the next uh, event, you, you had the men compete and. What happened there? <laughs> well, you know, Federer kind of said some things that weren't exactly kosher, and, you know, nobody even heard. You, you didn't hear a peep about it. I, I haven't seen it on ESPN. Uh, I've been looking. Now, I, I may have missed it, but I haven't I haven't seen it or heard anything about it on, on, on ESPN. I, you can go on YouTube and... and Pull it up, and you can hear exactly what he's saying. He was warned, but he continued. Was he uh, given any punishment at all for that? No. Did they take any points away from him? No. <laughs> it's just absolutely amazing. I mean, Brian, in, in, in how can I say this? If you're watching something like this, and if someone says, you know, that's just racism, most people will get angry and say, how can you say that? My question to them is, why not? You're listening. You're hearing it. And I'm not saying that this is a, uh, everything should be um, Fair and by the book, that's just not going to happen. People are just going to do and taking things in the way that they want. But come mm-hmm. on, at what point are you going to say, let's just call it just like what we heard? And don't always say, well, it was just miscommunication. No, that's not miscommunication. Not at all. Not not even close to being miscommunication. And Brian, I just saw on the news not too long ago where. Um, black woman and her daughter was at a restaurant eating, uh, and they were leaving or, or coming in. I, I can't remember which one, but a white gentleman pushed the door open. And, uh, this is allegedly now, but it's on the, it's on tape. It is on tape, and the tape hasn't been released to, in, to anyone but the police officers. And now they have the FBI coming in and doing a uh, investigation to see if it was a hate crime. Uh, she was coming in the door or going out, and he pushed the door, and she she said something to him. 
uh, it almost hit her daughter, and I think she, from from what I understand, she said, be careful. You know, you almost hit my daughter. And immediately this guy jumped on her, started beating her, punching her, and kicked her while she was on the ground. And a seven-year-old daughter stood right there and watched this. It's it's on the video. Uh, I heard one of the commentators ask her, was there some type of miscommunication? My thing is, regardless if there was uh, miscommunication or not, you don't put your hands on people. What kind of miscommunication could it have been for him to beat a woman my point, my, that he didn't Brian, know? And, Brian, my thing is, what kind of question is that? What, what, what kind of question is that? Could there have been some type of miscommunication? What, I'm trying to understand. What kind of miscommunication could you have that will make you get beat? What 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 can you say that will make it okay for a man to do this? What 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 is, I mean, what is this world coming to? At, at some point, Brian, we're going to have to say, you know what, it is what it is. For, wow. and, and he was calling her the N-word uh, as he was beating her. Oh, she asked him to be careful. Because he was, because he almost hit her daughter with well, the door. Yeah, and any parent would 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 probably have said something or given this person a look because that's their child. And then you get beat down. And Brian, she was in the military. She's, I think, she's in the reserves. Wow. And because she's coming forward with with this. The question she's asked, the question, could there have been some type of miscommunication? Wow. And she was there with her seven-year-old daughter. Yes. And she had to sit there and watch that. I think and I truly believe that as long as we continue to push racism under the rug, it's going to come out and bite us at some point. Because you create a monster when you try to cover it up and hide it. Oh, my God. As I'm reading the story, I'm just thinking, what kind of man does this? Greg, I'm going to read this. Go ahead. Because this, this has to be read. You know, we deal with a lot of people who have been abused on this show and you know people who have been victims of uh violent crimes and this just this is disturbing it says uh the man's name was uh where is his name where is his name uh, i'm gonna find it in just a second let's go back up troy dale west of Pullen, georgia and it says at that point well it says that the man slung the door open pretty hard and fast, and I had to push my daughter out of the way. I turned to the man and said, Excuse me, sir, you need to watch yourself. You almost hit my daughter in the face. And from there, it went downhill, said Hill. At that point, Wes became enraged and began to beat the victim in front of her seven-year-old daughter, according to police. Hill said she told West she was an Army service member and she did not want any trouble. West threw her to the ground and hit her in the head with his fists and feet. During the exchange, witnesses said West could be heard screaming racial slurs at the victim. Then he punched me in my face, said Hill, and I fell to the ground and he proceeded to punch me in the head and face. Now, can you imagine that? And, Brian, the question was asked to her tonight on television. Do you think race was an issue? Do you think this was fueled by race? You know what? Let's assume it wasn't. Let's assume it wasn't. Let's say he was going through something and, you know, apparently he was going through something, you know, but let's just assume he was just having a bad day, and he said, the next person that says something to me, I don't care what it is, I'm going to beat them to a pulp. Let's just assume that. Okay, I don't, 
even though I do have a problem with him beating up a woman, my real problem is that he knew that this woman's child was watching. Can you imagine how helpless it, that little girl felt? I mean, when you think about it, can you imagine seven years old and she has to watch this man beat her mother? Can you imagine how traumatizing that could have that that was now my for question, that child? Yeah. My question is where's the outcry? But I guarantee you won't hear it, you won't see it. Well, you know, they're in a progressive city. They're in Atlanta, so you may hear some I mean, there are going to be some people that are that are definitely going to make sure that this gets heard. Well, I I, I believe that you'll probably hear it from uh, mostly blacks are going right. to be the ones that's going to come out. I would I, I would I would dare venture into that and say yes, you're you're right. But you why know, can't it? Yeah, why can't it be uh, a, a, an issue where a mother? Here's my be, question. Here's my question. Where was the help? You see a man beating a woman in front of her daughter, and they said the manager had to come from uh, inside the building and help her. The manager. Now, we're talking about Cracker Barrel, which I'm sure is full all the time. What I mean... Personally, if I was there, I probably would have been in jail along with Mr. West for beating him. Oh, he's out. Yeah. He's out. He's out. You know, because think about it. Here it is. This man is beating a woman in front of her child. You know, who stands around and lets that happen? Brian, do you think if it was uh, a black male... Six two, six three, two hundred and fifty pounds. You think you would have did that? Oh heck no! No, we know cowards, <laughs> and cowards are the kind who pick on, you know, people who they know they can beat. You know, I look. I like I said, I don't know what Mister West was going through. Maybe he had a rough life. Maybe he had a hard time at work that day. I don't know. But, you know, the last person you want to pick on, Mr. West, and, and I'm talking directly to you, Mr. West, the last thing you want to do is beat a woman. And and, and to make it even worse, don't ever beat anybody in front of their children. Because that child may have to help you one day. You know, that, that child may be, may be working in a nursing home that you're sitting in. You just never know. You never know. You never know. Let's move on, Brian, to the president and how he's being treated. Let's move on. And, you know, my thing is, have you ever seen anyone fight against a president the way that people are fighting against this president? Some of the things that that I've heard that we've never heard before, why... Are they saying we need to take our country back? Where did this country go? Well, you know, it's funny. I heard uh, it was uh, the former president, Jimmy Carter. He was on TV today, and he was talking about how he believed that Mr. Wilson was racist because of, you know, what he did. And, you know, you, you hear people say, take our country back, you know, as if because we have a new president, President Obama, that all of a sudden the country's not ours anymore, you know, and it really makes you think, what does that really mean, take our country back, you know, what did, when you heard them say that, what did you think? You know, I, I I don't know, I I, I don't know what to think. I I, <laughs> I I didn't have a clue. I I don't know. It it, it blew me away to when I heard 
what I heard. I was watching. The, I was watching him speak at the time. Mm-hmm. And now I heard uh, they were saying that he said, "You lie, boy." And I heard them talking about that today. I didn't hear that. I didn't hear him say that. I, that, I guess that part of it, I, I just couldn't hear. And mm-hmm. uh, some of the comment, uh, the people that were on there, the analysts were saying that he said more than you lie, boy. He said that you could hear him saying some other things. And wow. my thing is to say something like this out in the open while the world is watching, the other countries are watching, what kind of respect level, the respect level uh, of our press, did it drop because we have an African-American and white president? He's both. <laughs> did, did something, did we lose something because he was, I mean, and, and some of the signs... Well, most, most, most would say he's not both. See, you, ha- you have to remember and understand the mentality that, that exists now because we have an African-American president well we have a biracial president so you never hear them say we have a biracial president you hear african-american president you know if he was african-american and latino you would hear them say we have an african-american president or we have a uh, african-american latino president but if he was let's say hispanic and white you wouldn't even hear them talk about race. That's that's my firm belief. And this is that nice. race wouldn't race wouldn't even be in, would be the last thing really yeah. discussed. And this is the thing, Brian. You hear all the time we have an African American president. We have this and we have this. And now, why are people saying race is an issue? Race is race is an issue because because you brought it up. You mentioned. That he's an African American president. He's a president. No, he's, he's an African American president. Well, and then see, you people ask that people want us to continue to embrace that, and it's not that we don't embrace it, but it's like, okay, he's the first African American president. Okay, let's move on. We've had several other people that have held great titles in companies, and you don't see them saying, "Oh, well, you know, the president of Symantec is a great African American president of Symantec." President of Coca-Cola is a, is a great African-American president of Coca-Cola. You don't hear that. But because he holds the highest title in the land, because he has, you know, as the, as the president, great power and respect due because he's the president, you will hear people constantly refer to him as the African-American president, as if that's all that you know that great honor is also a burden because of his color. And you know, I'll say this, not everybody in this country feels the same way. A, a lot of people don't think there's so many people that love our president. There's so many people respect our president. It's the few. It's not a lot. It's mm-hmm. not a lot. It's not a lot of haters out there. But it, it it's a few that the world is watching and Brian, I think the the people that don't receive him, that's fine. You 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 don't have to. But when you start making accusations, and when you start calling names and drawing pictures and putting up monkeys and bananas, wasn't and, that crazy though? And 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 calling him Hitler <laughs> and this and that. You know, President Bush went through a lot. I, I I can honestly say he went through a lot. He he did a lot of things. He was called he, he was called a lot of things, and it was just tough. But I think with the president we have now, of course, we all have to have thick skin. Mm-hmm. Because politics, that's just how it is. They're going to come at you. Right. But this is just getting a little ridiculous. And even a lot of the Republicans are coming out now, and they're speaking out against these actions because it's at some point, Brian, this is going to come to a head. None of us want that. Right. You've heard me say this time and time again. I, I just pray that at some point, we can all come together and say, let's stop this. Uh, the president said it. It was beautiful the way that he said that, that the bickering has to stop at some point. Mm-hmm. And it has to stop because children are watching. 
what 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 are we setting? What standards are we setting for the for the school kids that love this president, and even for the ones that don't? What type of standards are we setting? Okay, because I don't agree with the principal of my school, I'm going to scream out to him, "Oh, you lie! You you're lying!" No, you can't do that. Trust me, that kid will be punished. He can say, I apologize. No, no, that's not enough. He's going to be punished for doing that. And then you have someone that uh, did this to the president and says, I'm not apologizing anymore. Again, what standards are we setting for those that are out there watching? You know, I, I totally agree with you. You know, and, and not just that, the fact that even when the Congress said, hey, we think you need to apologize, he says, well, I'm not, I apologize to Obama, but I'm not apologizing to y'all because I didn't do anything to you. You know, it's it's like, okay, you do realize that you have embarrassed the office that you, that you the title of the office that you hold. And so by... You know, naturally, they would want you to apologize to your co- your fellow colleagues for embarrassing them. But he stood fast and he said, I ain't did nothing to y'all. I'm not apologizing to y'all. I apologize to the president. That ought to be good enough for you. You know, just utter defiance. And Brian Bass, you know, and people... And, oh, go I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead and finish. Because I, I was going to say, you know, and people from both sides, they they say, well... You know, he didn't do anything to me, so I'm not worried about it. He did it to the president. He apologized. Should be done. Done deal. You know, and I can almost agree with that. But the simple fact that initially he didn't feel like he did anything wrong. And he said himself he was pressured to call the White House and apologize. Now think about that. He said he was pressured to call the White House and apologize. Even though a lot of people didn't agree with presidents of the past, I've never seen anybody disrespect them the way Mm. that our current president is being disrespected. Now, regardless of whether you agree with his decisions or you, you disagree or whatever, you know what? Still should, regardless if you acknowledge or accept him or not, he's still your president. You know That's what? not going to change. Dare I say, I don't think Bush had gotten this much disrespect until maybe the later stages of when he was in office. Mm-hmm. But you got to remember, Obama hadn't been in there that long. You know, when you really look at it, how long has he been in there? It had what two hundred days, maybe, if that long. Yes. And yet he's getting all the, the. I mean, he's just been raked over the coals. He and the first lady. Yeah. But you know, know I, I want to change gears a little bit. I want to talk quick, about. Uh, let me say this before you go to that. <laughs> He can handle it. Yeah. They can handle it. Regardless of whatever anybody throw at them, they they are going to handle it. And I and I and I'm so glad that they're handling it the way that they are. They're being professionals about it. It's tough. It's tough on them and, and any president. It's tough. Because we're all humans and at some point you have a breaking point. You can only take so much. Yeah, and for him to only been in there for a short period of time, it has to be overwhelming. I, I it, this is just more and more by the commentators and the analysts on television, or they see where this is going, and they're trying. A lot of them are trying to stop it. That mm-hmm. some of them are trying to stop it, but. It, it, that monster is growing and growing and growing because it's not being dealt with. 
but but go on to to whatever it is that you were going to go to. No, I, I want to change gears just a little bit. I want to talk about this uh, this guy. I believe it was from NBC, who was speaking with the president, and then asked him something off the record. No, someone asked him something off the record. Mm-hmm. Now. From my understanding, off the record means that you shouldn't report it. Because the president's words, I mean, he's going to, he's got opinions and he he's entitled to his opinions, and everybody shouldn't, you know, I would say everybody shouldn't have to know everything that the president says. Mm-hmm. You know, but just the fact that the level of disrespect that he's been shown for his off the record comments that keep becoming public record even by let's say accident like they said like the guy who twitters the fact that obama thinks that he thinks not very well of let's say mr kanye west for what he did you know and i would say that the president used a rather colorful word you know but it's a word it's a term that people you hear people say and it's supposed to be off the record. But yet again, manners. If something's off the record, why would you put it on the record? Because clearly, if he doesn't want his words being recorded, then they shouldn't be recorded. Mm-hmm. You know? And again, I think as president, you know, he he should really be careful for what he say because they're going to scrutinize him for everything. Right. And and, and, and I'll say this. I don't like um, the word that the, the president chose. I know Neither. it was off the record. It was off the record, but he was wrong. Yeah, absolutely. He was, wrong. He was absolutely wrong. I think he should have used – I think he, should, he he could have said a lot of other words, you know. But, again, the president used a very, I would say, a strong word. A very strong word to describe uh, Mr. West. I, I I agree. I agree. But you know, Brian, it, it is absolutely amazing how uh, some of the things are being said. It's just <laughs> it, it's it's just amazing. I, you know, I, I just look and I shake my head at a lot of the town hall meetings and some of the things that are said, the posters, the flyers, and is 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 uh, what can you say? I mean, other than to smile to keep from being angry. It's, I mean, what 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 is this this country coming to? What 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 has happened? Um, and what is this president doing that's so bad uh, for people to come out and and hate the way that they are? I know a lot of people will say, no, we're just freedom of speech. We're just doing that. Yes, yes, that's true. You you do have that right. But some of the things that are being said is going to lead to a lot of trouble down the line. And I just hope and pray that it, that things will stop or cease or, or slow down or people will change uh, and, and have better manners. And when, and when they're disagreeing, it's okay to, to disagree with them. But when you start carrying guns at events, that's a little mm-hmm. serious. That's that's. Can you imagine some Brian uh, being up in Washington with a with a with a weapon, a gun, hanging across your stro- shoulders in Washington? Come on, what, what do you think would happen, Brian, if you were to do that? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because we used to have individuals that did that in the past, and they spoke out against the government, and then they started to disappear. <laughs> you know, but, you know, in all seriousness, it just shows a level of disrespect that you would come to an event, and then you know, of all places in Arizona, they said, oh, it's okay for them to have their guns. They're not doing anything wrong with them. They just have them. They're not shooting their guns. So, you know, 
Well, we, we let them carry them. You know, now to me, that's a little, you know, weird, <laughs> to say the least, that, you know, that you would allow these folks to walk around with these guns and say, you know, oh, well, you know, they're not shooting the guns, so they can carry them. Again, can you imagine black men in Washington carrying weapons? that everybody could see. What do you think would happen? Mm, they probably would shut down Washington, at least for a while. I think probably is not a strong enough word. <laughs> I just, oh my goodness, that's... that's that's absolutely crazy. I, I you know, I, I wish I could talk with some kids in some of the schools to find out their thoughts on what's going on and hearing from them to say, you know, to, to see how did they receive the president's message when he spoke to them about staying in school, about making good quality choices and, and not dropping out and that not being an option. Hmm. Yet, well, you know, I, I want to go to that because I was talking with an individual the other day, and they were saying how in Texas they were not recognizing the president's speech, and they weren't going to show it in one of the cities in Texas. I can't remember exactly where it was, but that President Bush was going to be speaking that same week and that they had used um they had basically closed the school that day and they were using uh the city i mean the uh the county school buses to bus the kids into the local uh auditorium that he was going to be speaking in and like again I don't know how true it was but it was just the fact that if that was true how disrespectful could that have been? That you said that we can't waste tax dollars to show the president's speech in school, but you can turn around and close the school. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the Florida, uh, one of the Florida top leaders came out changed his tune once he mm-hmm. saw the speech and, and you know, he read it. And, which was, oh, yeah, they loved it after they heard it. <laughs> you know, I, I truly believe that sometimes in situations like this, for things to get better, I believe that you're going to have to stay in it and fight it. And when I say stay in it and fight it, racism, you're just going to have to deal with it head on and not try to sugarcoat it and cover it up and sweep it under the rug type of thing. You're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to talk. Just like they're having these town hall meetings with the health care, why not have those same town hall meetings and talking about racism or talking about the different um, way that uh, people do things? Uh, we all have our way of doing things, right? And because we do things different, it doesn't mean that we're that much different. It's just our actions are, are different on certain things that we do. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think at some point that's going to happen. Because it's time. It's time that we nip this racism stuff in the bud, if that's what's going on. Right. I don't want to accuse anybody of being a racist. I don't want to do that. But Brian, the actions, once you start looking at the actions, and I'm not saying that you should judge anyone, but once you look at the fruit that they're bearing, that'll tell you exactly what you're dealing with. They may not want to hear it, but it is what it is. Yeah, I agree. You know, and and the sad part about it is that you don't have enough people speaking out on this thing. You know, when I remember when the president uh, 
you know, first was inaugurated, people talked about how they believed that race relations were great. Oh, race isn't that bad. Look, we have a black president. And I remember you and I were discussing that, and we said how, oh, well, you know, just because we have an African-American president, you know, that doesn't mean that race relations are great. You know, it just means that people voted for the best person that they believe could run the country. You know, and, you know, and I still believe that it wouldn't have mattered who ran against John McCain. <laughs> you know, they, people didn't want, it's not that they wanted uh, a black president. They didn't want someone who represented what Bush had done for the past eight years. And that's really my firm belief. I believe that's what happened. And they felt that Obama represented the best of what we could do. And for them, it didn't matter about race. But when you when it all boils down to it, you still have to remember that even though he had an overwhelming lead in the polls, you still had quite a few people who did not vote for him. And there were quite a few people in quite a few places who were just adamant about not having him get in as president. And, Brian, the, the sad thing about that is no matter what he does, some people, they're just not going to embrace him. Regardless, he's still the president. Yes. Because you're angry and you you can scream as loud as you want. That's not going to change who's the president. Nope, not going to change. You know, and and again, manners. You know, we're talking about this issue of manners. How often have you seen someone just exhibit the poorest amount of manners in front of children? You know, we talked about this, Greg, because we've seen it ourselves, and we've seen children act out, and we know right away that it's a reflection of what they see at home. You know, how many times have you seen, you know, where a parent, would just blow up on a child in front of everybody for something that that child has done and make no apologies for it. As a matter of fact, would get even ruder when you would bring it to light. Yeah. You better not say anything to them. <laughs> <laughs> you better mind your own business when they're dealing with their kids. You know? Yeah, we, we, see, we see that all the time. We We, we do see that. It's unfortunate. Yeah. But one one thing that we must all remember is that, and what I try to do is, is regardless of how you're treated, if you're not being treated the way that you want to be treated, if you're not being treated the way that you feel that you need to be treated, then you treat that person just how you want to be treated. And, and that, that requires a lot of work. It's not easy. But your true promotion will come later. You're just going to have to walk in it and do it. Some man's, well, I'm wasting my time. I'm going to tell them off. What good is that going to do? You have to set an example for those that are being rude and ugly and that type of thing. And it is hard. I'm not saying it's just something you can just wake up and do. It's going to take some time. Especially if you know that person is not, you know, that person don't have, or whoever they're talking to don't have their best interest in hand. So it can be tough. Mm-hmm. It, it can definitely be tough. But, Brian, I want I to ask you this. There, there's so many talk shows out there, so many radio shows out there. And I was watching The View, and Glenn Beck was on there. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't watch it. It went sour really, really quick. Hmm. Really, really quick. And if, for those that are out there listening, just go to YouTube and type in The View and or put type in The View and, and put Glenn Beck and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It was, it was, it was, it got kind of ugly. But it was something that the women felt that they had to say because uh, it, it, it 
you know, what was said was not true. It was it was a lie. It, it, you know, someone told a lie, and I'm not saying who told it, but you go in and you'll see it for yourself, and you'll see that he lied. And, Brian, the sad thing about it is people were still following him. Mm. They're still saying that, oh, he's great. He's a great Showman, he's this, he's that, okay, yeah? Yeah. You know, I'll tell you, I used to watch his show, and I used to have a great amount of respect for him because I thought he was a fair um, journalist. I'll just say it like that. What? But the, the vendetta that he took and continues to take on the President of the United States, it shocked me because when 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 Obama had won the nomination, you see it I, and I was watching Glenn Beck, I think the next day, and he just went on a it was almost like a personal vendetta. And he badmouthed and attacked him and attacked him and attacked him and continues to attack him. And and my thing is, okay, we have this new word now that people throw around because they can't, in my opinion, say that Obama's the N-word. They can't just come out and say that. So then they'll just call him a socialist. He's a socialist. You know, and it's just a different way of using semantics. You're absolutely right. You know, he's a socialist. You don't hear them go out there, all the other Democrats like that, or any of the, you know, you might hear them go out there, people like Nancy Pelosi, but you don't see pictures of her on on signs that say, Nancy Pelosi's a socialist. At least I haven't seen them on TV. But I've seen them... Uh, refer to Obama and put pictures up and all that stuff. And why aren't these great people who believe in democracy and freedom of speech on the right-hand side, so to speak, denouncing all the debauchery that is going on when they're talking about their president? Now, can you imagine that? Somebody's talking about your president. Now, again, people talked about Bush, and everybody said, oh, y'all, well, they did it to Bush. Well, yeah, but think about it. What did Bush do? <laughs> you see, Obama hasn't had a, an opportunity to do anything. Because right away, before he could even begin to do something, they blasted him. They talk about his family. Why is his wife wearing shorts? Why did she touch the queen? Why does she have on you know, short sleeves? You know, they attacked him. Why does he have on girl pants? You know? Wow. I mean, if Obama would have gone out there and had some baggy pants sagging off of his behind, would they have said that? That was right? You know, it's like it didn't matter. And now, if he would have worn some tailored pants, that were, you know, three, four hundred bucks, then they would have complained, look at how much money he's spending. He's spending your tax dollars unwisely. You know? And and I'll say it, this is something that, that I, and I've said it on the show before, but all these conservatives who have these conservative values and they believe in family and they believe in um, conservatism and we believe in the 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 Judeo-Christian concepts and precepts and everything else. But yet, when it comes to something as simple as health, they say, no, we don't want to give health. That's going to cost too much money. But if you look back at their their Judeo-Christian roots, and you remember that there was a man who went around healing people, and he didn't take any money for it. Money was the last thing on his mind. You see? And so 
I say they they ought to be real careful when they call themselves what they call themselves. You know, I have these conservative values, you know, and I I live by them. I don't know if that's altogether accurate. <laughs> you know, and I mean, if they disagree, they you know they could come on the show and we discuss it. Yeah, we we hey, we we listen and talk with everybody. But Brian, I tell you what, it's, it's, I I've had a I feel good talking about this, and I I think that the more people talk about things and and, and doing it in a professional way, a lot of stress, a lot of whatever whatever can be lifted. We're, we're all human beings. We're, we're we're all living in one place. That's on earth. We all have the same amount of time on this earth, which is a lifetime. So at some point we need to all come together and say, you know what, let's just hash this out. Let's talk about this thing. So, Brandon, I guarantee you a lot of people that were considered racist a long time ago, and they're given an opportunity now to correct that. And you hear so many people saying, you know what, this has taken us back 20 years. I don't think it's taken us back. I think it's taken us forward because at some point we we we're going to have to deal with it, Brian. We're going to have to stand up to racism and say, you know what? You don't scare me anymore. Uh, I'm, I'm not afraid anymore. I, we, we need to talk about this thing and, and get it out in the open. Because the more that you let it just marinate uh, the way that it has, a lot of people are going to be hurt. It may not be a physical hurt, but it, a lot of people are going to be crushed by this thing. Uh, there's nothing, there's nothing pretty, or nothing uh, nice about racism. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. When you think about it, Greg, look at this issue. Remember uh, Mr. Gates, Henry Louis Gates. Yes. And the way that he was disrespecting his own home. And he was upset about it, and he showed anger and frustration because he was being disrespected in his own home and because he was basically expressing himself about how disrespected he felt in his own home. He was subsequently arrested. Mm. Now think about that. Do you know some people were calling for Serena to be arrested for threatening the line judge? And banned from tennis. And banned from tennis? Now, mind you, mind you, now think about this. Look, you're going to like this, this, uh, this connection I'm going to put with this here. Look at a sport like hockey. That's predominantly white, where they encouraged violence, and violence is good. Violence is a healthy part of the sport. And yet, when they had an African American that was violently assaulted with a hockey stick, the best they could do was ban the guy for one season. That's the best they can do. Oh, we're going to ban him. And we're thinking about bringing up charges. But he viciously and violently attacked. This wasn't like a normal fight. This was an attack. On another player. You've never seen that before. Wow. Normally they would just fight and duke it out and be done. He had to take it to another level, huh? But he took it to an entirely different level and attacked this individual. You have to call it just like you see it. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, I think we're less than a minute left in the show, so... I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. We're down to 20 seconds, but I I, I enjoyed myself, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, discussing this further. 
Yes, sir. And with that being said, you've been listening to the Abundant Solutions Hour. We thank you for joining us tonight. We ask that you please tell all your Twitter, your Facebook, your MySpace friends, your I mean friends, everybody out there to tune in, listen, and join us next week. Good evening. God bless you all, and good night. Good night.